At the end of Joshua chapter 5, something significant stopped happening. Manna stopped coming for the Israelites. You might remember what manna was. Early on in their wilderness wandering, they started complaining that there wasn't a whole lot of variety of food in the wilderness. <laughs> and, and so God responded to their complaining by making it rain bread from heaven. And that's what happened for the next four decades, roughly. It, every day it rained bread from heaven and they went out and they picked it up and that's how they got their food. God provided miraculously by having it rain bread. They called it manna because manna literally means, what is it? And that's what they named it. The what is it food. <laughs> they didn't know, but they certainly got used to it. But then at the end of Joshua chapter 5, it says that after they celebrated the Passover, it stopped raining bread. The manna stopped coming. And I bet that would have been a bit more challenging, maybe, than it seems, just reading it off the page. This was an entire generation that was never in one place for long enough that they were able to establish vineyards or gardens or um, go through the, the planting and, and harvesting cycles. They were used to getting their food in one way and suddenly they had to do that in an entirely different way and I bet you that was kind of hard. And we kind of know that. These last two years, for many of us, life has changed dramatically. How we get our stuff, what's available to us, how much things cost, and, and it hasn't always been easy. And yet, whether God was making it rain bread from heaven, or he was providing seeds in the ground that they could grow and, and harvest, the one constant through all of it was that God provided. God provided for them. They had to learn some new skills along the way. They had to practice patience and maybe encourage one another along the way a bit. But, but God provided. And he taught them that they could rely on him to provide, even if they didn't always know exactly how he was going to do that very important thing. And that's a good lesson for us, too. The Bible says in multiple places that God remains the same. God remains the same. There's one place in Malachi where where it says, it says, I, the Lord, do not change. And then there's another aspect to that whole thing that the second part of that verse adds when it says, I, the Lord, do not change. Therefore, you are not consumed. <laughs> Therefore, you are not destroyed. And it's not talking about the destruction that would happen if we just stopped eating. It's talking about a different type of destruction. The destruction that God thought about bringing on the Israelites every time they started complaining again. Because that was frequent. When life changed, when things were beyond their ability to control or predict, they often started complaining, becoming really bitter. And the best parts of themselves were not the things that were on display in front of everyone. And not just bitter towards one another, but often bitter towards God. God, why aren't you making life easier for me? God, don't you understand the situation I'm in? God, why isn't it a bit easier for me to see what you're doing? Or why don't you let me in on your plans so that I can better understand them? But God made a promise that he was not going to change in his love for them, in his mercy, in his grace, in his forgiveness, in his desire to be the consistent thing that was good in their lives, even when they weren't so consistent in being good to him.
and he is that for us too. When we deal with change, I think we know it doesn't always bring out the best in us. We don't always take our next step with hearts that are full of thanksgiving and praise to God, but with questions, sometimes with bitterness, sometimes with complaining, sometimes with a mood that to anyone who's paying attention, it seems as though we believe we don't have a good God who promises to provide and who's faithful in being able to keep that promise. And yet he remains the same in being faithful to that promise and providing everything, even if his life needed to change dramatically. Even if the God of heaven needed to hang on a cross here on earth. Even if pain needed to be inflicted into his body. Even if the weight of sin needed to weigh down his perfect heart. He was going to keep a promise. He was going to be faithful. He was not going to change in his love for you, in his mercy, in his grace, in his desire to forgive everything and treat you always as one of his own perfect children. Through all the changes of our lives, our God always remains the same. Rest well tonight, my friends. <laughs>